welcome to the Live a Vibrant Life podcast. I'm Life Coach Kelly Tibbetts, and each week I'll be here to encourage and equip you with the tools you need to grow in self-awareness so that you can invest your best energy in your dreams and your purpose. I believe self-awareness changes everything. Let's get started. Hey friends, today we're going to be talking about one of the important tools, the serenity prayer. And that coaching tool has transformed the way I think about the cognitive behavior therapy practice of noticing your thoughts, which are creating your feelings, which lead to actions. And so not every single thought, feeling, action, path works the way we would ideally like it to work because there are things in life that we are not in charge of. And so the serenity prayer says, Lord, help me accept the things I cannot change. And the things in life that I can't change are the circumstances of life, other people's thoughts, feelings, and actions, and the results of life. I can create powerful thoughts and believe them and have vibrations in my body that move me to really clear action steps. And yet sometimes the results of our life are not created at the time we would like them to, in the way that we would like them to. And so what comes to mind as I think about results that were not created, even though I had the power thought, power feeling, power action triad, is I first began exercising for real when my oldest daughter went off to college. The president of her university had asked all of us parents to come in and gave us a talk. And as a parent who was sending their first child off to college, I didn't really have clear guidelines. And his thoughts were so powerful. He said, take the time that you normally invest in your child that's going off to college and put that time back into your own life in some way. And so I decided to join a gym and go there on a regular basis. And I did. And I showed up and I poured myself in and I joined at the same time as my husband and a couple of friends. And all around me, I saw people creating amazing results. And my body was not changing. The weight was staying the same. The clothes were not getting looser. Well, it turns out I was going into menopause at exactly the time I had joined the gym. And so instead of having a lot of hormone changes and mood swings and gaining weight, I sort of looked like I was staying the same. I wasn't. I was growing in muscle. I was growing in strength. But the result that I wanted did not appear to be happening through the action steps I took. Now, life change really was happening. It just wasn't showing up in the way I wanted it to. And so this prayer helps me so much. Lord, help me accept the things I cannot change. I'm not in charge of menopause. What I am in charge of is my thoughts, my feelings, and the action steps I take and don't take. And that's what you're in charge of. And so we're going to look today at one of the most important things we are in charge of, the thing that we can have the courage to change. And that is our thought that is repeated. So the first thought in your brain, you may never notice. All of a sudden, you might feel a feeling, you might notice in your body something, and you may not even notice the thought that created it. Where we have the power is in the repeating of that thought. And one thing I did not learn until I began to do life coaching with some amazing coaches is that my first automatic thought may not be true. I just assumed because I had lived 50 years before I began really noticing my thoughts and taking them out and putting them on paper and deciding what I was going to keep. I didn't notice that my thoughts were not always true. And so maybe you haven't even noticed that yet. Nothing's gone wrong. Maybe this is the first time you're hearing this idea that just because your brain thinks a thought, it might not be true. 
And so as we go into the holiday season, you may have, like I have, how human of us, some automatic thoughts about the holiday season, and they may not be serving us, and they don't need to be repeated. So my partner, Ellen, and I, when we began working on this idea of holiday harmony, it started in the holiday season of 2020. And we were noticing that many things that felt like Christmas or felt like Thanksgiving weren't going to be possible because of COVID restrictions. And for some people, that was really exciting. And the Enneagram gives us some reason to understand that some people are future focused and some people love change. Other people might be more compliant and may have a harder time saying the yeses and noes they wanted to say. And some people really prefer that life doesn't change. They love to be able to look back to the past, learn with wisdom, and not necessarily change things. And so we noticed that year, wow, it's going to be hard to have harmony this holiday when different people have very different expectations, maybe don't have the self-awareness to be clear about what they think, feel, and do, and may accidentally be expecting other people to think, feel, and do life the way we do. And so that's why we created this course. And this is the fourth time we're sharing it. And each time it's become more nuanced and more helpful. And why I love sharing coaching tools with you is I use them myself. I listen to my own podcast. And sometimes I forget things that I record because I may be, you know, a few weeks out in recording. And I take these tools and I apply them to my own life. So the tool for this week is to decide which thought you want to keep this holiday season. You want to check in with your thoughts, especially those automatic thoughts that have been on repeat. And notice, is this thought serving me? Is it creating an expectation that is serving me? And a lot of expectations are present during the holiday season. I'm at a stage of life where my children are becoming adults. They're in relationships. And those relationships mean at the holiday, they're invited to many different places. Our home, the um, boyfriend, fiance's home, right? Like friends, they just, Friendsgiving changed the world for many people. And so I might have an expectation and I'm allowed to think any thought, feel any feeling, decide to do anything. What I'm not allowed to do is then put that expectation into anyone else's box. I can't tell my mother or my children or my friends how to think, how to feel, and what to do. And so I need to spend time this holiday season noticing my thoughts, deciding which ones I want to keep, and seeing if the ones I've chosen to repeat are serving me. So if it's safe to do so, maybe take out a journal and begin to notice what things are coming up that you may need to accept. Now, it sounds simple. It is not easy. Accepting the things you cannot change. I think about people I love who have gone through a divorce, and they would prefer a holiday where the children are with them. And the divorce decree might say the children are there every other year. I think about people whose children are in the military or they're working as a nurse or something else that keeps them from being able to be home. Even my children, when they worked um, retail, right? Some of the holidays, they were expected to be at work. There are so many different circumstances that affect the holiday season. And then we have our thoughts about those circumstances. We cannot change the circumstances, but we are 100% in charge of the thoughts that we have. And the serenity prayer says, Lord, grant me courage to change the things I can, to notice the thought and decide if I want to keep it on repeat, or maybe it's time to create a new thought. So the thought that I want for this holiday season is I want to be the kind of person that sends love out into the universe. I want to be kind and loving in my thoughts, which I hope create kind and loving feelings in my body so that I'm taking kind and loving actions. And that's not easy, right? It's The easier path is the automatic thought. 
And for a lot of years of my life, I did not live from a place of grace for myself or others. I was very judgmental. And so the automatic thought that gets triggered in me might be very angry or frustrated. You might notice a lot of feelings in your body that feel conflicted, or you might actually feel pain. Coaching is not to gaslight ourselves and pretend we're not thinking the thoughts and that we don't have those feelings. It's to notice them and to allow, to process. So if you have feelings right now where you're scared or you're frustrated or you're worried, the worst thing would be to try to come up with a new thought so that you're not feeling those feelings. The best place to start is hand on your heart from a place of love, saying to that feeling, oh, hello, sadness, I see you. And allowing yourself to feel it. Is it big? Is it small? Is it still? Is it moving? Does it feel like you could name it with a color or a shape? And if you pay attention to your feelings, they will get bigger, but they will move out. And when we don't learn to allow feelings like frustration and pain and grief and sadness, we also limit ourselves to be able to feel other feelings like happiness and joy. And that's why every week I want to come and share one of these tools with you so that you can learn it and apply it. But I also want to invite you to join my group coaching program because we hold space every week to notice our thoughts, to process our feelings, and to decide on purpose what thoughts we want to keep. That's the definition of being emotionally healthy as an adult. We get to decide the thoughts we want to be repeating. And so it's not easy to notice the difference between what we need to accept and what we need courage for. That's why the prayer ends with wisdom to know the difference. And so I hope that you're surrounded by people who help you notice your thoughts and process your feelings and allow you a safe space to ask questions, to stay curious, right? That's really the key to living, especially during the holiday, with harmony is to stay curious, to notice, wow, this person thinks and feels and does life so differently. How could that benefit me by staying in relationship? Now, at the same time, I always want to make sure you understand that boundaries are so important and so good. A boundary around you says, I'm 100% loved, 100% valuable. If I'm in a relationship with someone who does not honor that, that relationship should be getting less of my energy. When someone is at a space in their own life where they cannot honor the light in you, It is not in your best interest to keep trying to change their thoughts, change their feelings, make them try to stop acting in a way that they're acting. They were given the authority, the agency to think those thoughts, feel those feelings, do those things. But because you and I are 100% valuable, we don't need to put ourselves in that space. And I know this is a little bit more nuanced during the holiday season because it might be a parent or a sibling or an in-law. But are there any things that are in your box, things you could change, the amount of time you spent? the amount of energy you put into that conversation. And so that's why I think having a coach and a community can really serve you because there's so much nuance to this. So for an action step for today, if you have the time, start always with your eyes closed, hand on your heart, deep breaths, reminding yourself, I'm 100% loved, 100% valuable. That's who I am. Nothing changes that whether I scream at a family dinner or somehow manage to sit there and send intentions of love, both cases, still 100% loved, still 100% valuable. But how do I want to navigate this season? Maybe there's some new relationships that change the family dynamics. Maybe you're just naturally resistant to things changing. You have more of that Enneagram 4, 5, 9 energy. You prefer to look back and keep the traditions of the past. Or maybe you're unique in your family where you'd like to try something brand new. 
I have one daughter who thinks, wouldn't it be fun one year to take a holiday at a Caribbean island? Now that goes against a lot of how my expectations of the holiday season are, but maybe she's the person that has been brought into my life to help me to continue to grow in my ability to pivot and be open and receptive to change. Thought management comes down to noticing our expectations and realizing that our automatic holiday season thoughts may not be true, and if they're not serving us, we don't need to keep them on repeat. So as we end our time together today, what power thought would you like to keep this holiday season? Perhaps it's a thought like, when I show up with the family of my origin or the family of my in-laws, I'm going to choose to think thoughts of love. And I'm going to choose to send those intentions and feelings of love. But I'm also going to guard my emotional energy. And if it all becomes too much, I'm going to have a practice that allows me to remove myself from the space. Whatever it is that you want for this year, I hope that you find that. I hope that you find the peace and the harmony that you're looking for because it begins with us. And I think as we grow in our ability to be kind and loving and be people of peace, we really truly impact the world. Thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting again next week. Thank you for joining the Live a Vibrant Life podcast. I hope our time together encouraged you and equipped you with some tools to move towards your vibrant life. To learn more or join my coaching community, you can visit my website at kellytibbets.com or follow me on Instagram and Facebook. I look forward to connecting soon.